0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state and flipping the state is a great testament to our country because it's a testament that they can admit to a mistake. The people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, that you've recalculated. Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. And what you just heard was the president of the United States trying to pressure the Georgia secretary of state to reverse the certified election results. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 4th, 2021. Happy New Year, all. President Trump's despicable attempted coup caught on tape. We'll discuss that, plus what the president's fixation on overturning the election means for the Georgia runoff elections in the Senate tomorrow. And finally, battle lines are being drawn in this assault on democracy that will define the Republican Party not sure how many of you spent your Sunday. I spent it watching the opening ceremonies, if you will, of the 117th Congress, new senators being sworn in, House members being sworn in, Speaker Pelosi being reelected speaker, all the trappings of the first day of Congress. Mike Pence was reciting over and over again the oath of office that each United States senator takes. And he was administering that oath at precisely the same time that that tape of Donald Trump trying to put a coup in place, a bloodless coup, trying to convince a state elections official to lie and change results of the election that he has already certified. As the world was learning of that phone call, I kept looking up and seeing Mike Pence repeat the words, I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's from the oath of office. The oath, by the way, that Mike Pence has taken, that Donald Trump has taken, but that he was administering time and again yesterday to the new United States senators. And what is clearly the thing, who is the person that is the domestic enemy of our constitutional democracy? He's sitting in the Oval Office at the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue at that very moment. And yet Mike Pence seemed to be totally unaware of the irony of the words he was administering with what the country was learning. Now, let's be clear, folks. These baseless conspiracy theories that Donald Trump spent an hour going through, what you get from this is near a level of insanity. I mean, there's something truly insane about The President of the United States trying to create some entire alternate reality. The votes in Georgia, they were cast, they were counted, they then went through a hand recount, they were then counted again as part of a recount, and they were certified. And Donald Trump says he wants to go and find votes. Votes are not things meant to be found. Votes are things meant to be cast by Americans in free and fair elections and counted and reported and certified by elections officials. That is what happened. And Donald Trump lost Georgia by nearly 12,000 votes. But he is down some rabbit hole. And what is amazing is that it seems to be the only thing consuming him. Not the global pandemic that is causing 3,000 Americans to die a day. No, that doesn't seem to be consuming the Commander-in-Chief. That doesn't seem to be on the agenda for the President of the United States. What's on the agenda is some 18 attempts to create a phone call with Georgia elections officials so that he can press his totally made-up, baseless, absurd case that somehow he was robbed of a rightful election in Georgia. And by the way... Georgia's electoral votes, just if you want to go down in this alternate universe, that's not enough to overturn the election. This is not just a Georgia thing and all of a sudden Donald Trump's going to somehow win the presidency. He's not. Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated on January 20th. And we, the American people, are going to have to live through another two weeks of total chaos and clear destruction of the very fabric of our constitutional democracy. Now, here's what else matters today. It is the impact of that phone call on the Georgia Senate runoff races. Now, we don't know what that impact is, but we do know that there are close races happening that are going to determine which party controls the United States Senate. There are some signs in the early voting with more than 3 million Georgians having already cast their ballots and seeing a bit of an uptick in that early vote in terms of African-American turnout and participation, uh, the participation and turnout of young voters, which, of course, are more Democratic-friendly constituencies, give Democrats some hope that they've banked enough early vote here to be able to withstand whatever the traditional Republican advantage is with Election Day in-person voters uh, heading to the polls tomorrow in Georgia. We'll see. I mean, one thing is Donald Trump has a real proven ability to go in and hold a rally the day before an election and actually drive out turnout of his supporters. So even if the content of his rally tonight is just nutty stuff, conspiracy theories about his thinking he won the Georgia election back in November, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's gonna be a negative impact for Leffler and Purdue, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, they slammed the president for his absurd phone call with the Secretary of State there. David Perdue, he was on Fox News today, and he responded to the president's absurd conspiracy theory claim in Georgia by basically embracing it, saying there's nothing to see here, and none of this is new. But I didn't hear anything in that tape that the president has hasn't already said for weeks now since the November election, calling for some sort of investigation, some sort of resolution to the. Uh, improprieties and the irregularities that we now see happen in November here in Georgia. Certainly no profile encouraged there. He sees staying in line, in lockstep with President Trump as his path to re-election. But Donald Trump being there today and Joe Biden being there today shows just how much both parties think is at stake and that it's within grasp that these are contests uh, that either side can emerge victorious with. And finally today, it may not be President Trump's phone call that is the most egregious and frightening attack on democracy. It's pretty bad. But Donald Trump's leaving office in a couple weeks. The big question, the definitional battle that is going to be waged inside the Republican Party is how does Trumpism live on in a post-Trump world inside the GOP? And you can start seeing people sort of forming their sides of this battle. So you have Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, 10 other Republican senators ready to challenge the Electoral College certified results that have been sent to Congress when they get tallied on Wednesday in Congress. The challenge is going nowhere, folks. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they're going to be sworn in in a couple of weeks. But what is very clear here is that Donald Trump's going to be out of the picture But the likes of Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and others are going to live on. And they have presidential aspirations, many of them. And they're siding and placing a bet right now with the notion that the Trump base of support is still going to be the life force inside the Republican Party. On the other side, you have Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and Rob Portman and even, surprisingly, Tom Cotton of Arkansas. So there's a real division growing inside the Republican Party that is going to be defining division until it sorts its identity out in a post-Trump world for the next couple years. And Republicans have to be concerned here about what their market share is with the electorate at large once the charismatic, unique figure of Donald Trump is off the stage. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.